0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to the FLA Cats Hockey Podcast. This is your host, David Rodriguez, with my co-host, Ryan Keelan and Kirby Lupel. Ryan, Kirby, 2-0, and coming back home. we got to be feeling good about this series so far. Ryan, we'll start with you. I know you were at my place watching those two games. What are your uh, responses after this first two games for sure, my friend?
1: Uh, yeah, perfect start. I mean, 2-0, and what more can you ask for? It was a great time at your house playing a little battle putt. I'm ready to talk about these games. I mean, Panthers fans cannot be more excited right now. Uh this this is the furthest I have ever and and honestly, I would say most of our fan base has ever seen the Panthers go winning two games in the second round. So it's it's really exciting times for everyone.
2: Yeah, David, um good call by you in game 1 there. You felt good vibes going in. You kind of called a game 1 Panthers victory there. I said even if we went down 2-0 in the series, I'd be confident going back home kind of hoping to Keep some of that magic from game six in the Boston series where, you know, it was kind of lackluster efforts in game three and four versus Boston. So kind of felt like if we at least played the right way, um, but maybe didn't get the results against Toronto, because again, Toronto's a really good team. You got to give them their props. Uh, I'd be feel really confident with the Panthers down or even in this series, but it's like Ryan mentioned, it's a bonus here. Being up two nothing, going home, hopefully taking game three to an urgent level where you can really, you know, put the nail in the coffin on the Leafs and if the Leafs win that the Panthers still can come back the game four performance but a lot of advantages here and we'll talk about the schedule and and Bobrovsky and things right now we're in the media where the Leafs are in the or sorry the Panthers are in the Leafs head right now so a
0: lot of positives
2: going into game three here for the Panthers.
0: Yeah, Ryan, like you said, for the majority of the fan base, I would say probably 85-90%. Uh this is the furthest we've gone as far as winning games now in the second round. Uh important games on the road where in the past like against Tampa last year we got swept in the second round. So it didn't really feel like we were in the second round per se, uh, although we made it. So, yeah, Ryan, keep, you know, good point there to start off. I mean, this is new territory for us you know, I, I, like you said, you were at my place. I figured a lot of people are taking the opportunity to have friends and family over to, to watch these games or, you know, new territory for us. And it's exciting hockey for sure. I mean, the Panthers two and O coming back home, what more could you ask for? Like you said, Kirby, uh, I felt good going into that game one. I felt like the vibes were, were a quick transition for the Panthers that they felt like their game was in a good place. And, you know, they started the ball rolling good in Toronto Starting with a 1 0 lead, uh, with Nick Cousins scoring the first goal of the series again. Kachuk just racking up, racking up the points. Sam Bennett gets off to a good start with his 2 0 lead. Uh, Toronto b- fought back to tie it 2 2, but playoff swaggy takes it to 3 2. And then Brandon Montour, your boy Kirby, uh, wraps the rest of the game up with a 4 2 victory in game one. So yeah, kind of the way I saw it, where I felt like the Panthers were going to get off to a good start. We know that they had some power play or some penalty kill issues early on, getting onto the the PK early. And you know, Maurice is famous now for what that five one kind of like uh, instead of crossing his arms, you know, five one. And they've been adding like fingers. sign. Yeah, they've been adding fingers as the series goes on. I saw that on Twitter, which was hilarious. So. Yeah, kind of and just he how He miscounted. It was only four power plays, not five. But we'll let him off on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was for the double minor on Bennett on the yeah. high stick that maybe he counted it as five. But yeah. nevertheless, I, I felt like that was going to be the game where if if we were to steal one of the two, that was the game. And you know, Ryan, I we talked about Bobrovsky all season, and you've been critical on him on Twitter for sure. Going up into the series, that was my uh-huh. X That was my X factor for this series. So far, after two games, you have to say Bobrovsky's been uh, been pretty good, right, Ryan?
1: I give him like a B minus. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll I, I'll give him as Kirby says his flowers. I mean, I people people always think like I I hate the Panthers because I'm kind of critical on them, but you know I just want them to succeed for what they're paid. You know how important they are, this and that. But he's he's doing it right now for us. He's saving us. He's Definitely won us one of the games for sure as the the game two, which we'll, you know, which we'll talk about, but he's killing it right now. I mean, he looks completely different than he did in the regular season, as you can see, and that has to do with our defense, you know, Ekblad, they're all playing physical. I mean, this, this team right now is, is not the team that we saw a couple months ago and I'm loving every second of this, but Bob, I will finally give him his respect He is playing like a $10 million man and I'm, I'm loving it. And he's like a little Jonathan quick, but you know, you guys were saying, you guys were saying he was like Bennington, uh, Alex Lyon, but I think we got our quick and, and um, Bobrovsky here. Let's we're the Kings, baby. Let's take it all the way.
2: Yeah. I've heard a lot of those analogies, Ryan and, on the Bobrovsky front, I don't think I've seen Bobrovsky play this good in net since his Columbus time. You know, he's 80-90% at that level right now. Former two-time Vezna winner. David, you mentioned something, not to get off topic here, because I want to talk about game one a little, little bit, but you just said... uh didn't feel like the Panthers were even in the second round last year. Ryan, do the Leafs feel like they're in the second round this year? Because they better pick it up here. <laughs> they're no, going to no, have those they... same feelings and vibes that we had last year. So I don't know if they're going to count this as a second round if they don't get a win here yeah. or a little, little bit better results. But the the, the Leafs have come in, in certain waves during the series, but not consistently. They've shown physicality. They've shown their all-world skill. They've shown at moments that they do have sometimes the best players on the ice. But the Panthers are winning with effort, with physicality, with five on five, with really our star guys showing up more than theirs. I'll give, again, edge to Kachuk and Barkov. And if you want to throw Bobrovsky in there, edge to that. And I think it's been established from the coaching staff, from the Panthers, from game five onward. You know, they're on a five-game winning streak right now. The first shift of the first game against the Leafs was the Kachuk line, Bennett and Cousins forechecking the heck out of the Leafs struggling to move the puck out of their own zone. And we're seeing the Panthers good in the neutral zone, which we haven't all year. We're seeing them good defensively. We're seeing them like Ryan Mensch get timely saves, good goaltending performances. And I think with Sergei Bobrovsky, David, I think there's a pride thing there that we haven't talked about. Russian versus Russian. He's the older guy. Samsonov's the younger guy. Maybe to some degree, some of those younger Russian guys have looked up to Bobrovsky and he's like, I'm not going to lose this battle. And you know when people count me out, or when the fan base counts them out, or others count them out, that's when Bobrovsky usually plays his best hockey. And what
1: did Samsonov say? Oh, <laughs> you want to say right? <laughs> he said when I, when asked about how uh, how well Bobrovsky's doing, he said I don't give a fuck. So we're we're definitely in their head, and and I want to say I don't think the Leafs are playing bad at all. We're just way more opportunistic than they are. Like we're jumping on. They're playing very well. Like they're expected goals, but then. They make that turnover here and there and we we just killed we've been killing Boston like that and we've been killing Toronto like that. We have the most goals after five seconds of a turnover in the playoffs so far. So we are making teams pay, and that's how you win. I mean, I I think Toronto, you know, they could get a game. I, I think we I think we I'm not gonna get into predictions right now, but Toronto is isn't playing bad, but we're making them pay. They're making the one mistake. They have a lot of pressure on them, Kirby and David. I mean they it's in their head you can tell even with samson up talking i haven't heard quotes from them today but it's, it's they're not in a good headspace right now
2: and ryan i just want to jump in quick i think we're doing a better job than we were against boston you know i i know that toronto's beating us on offensive zone time but it looks mm-hmm. a lot better for florida for physicality structurally neutral zone it looks like you know, how much we did control Boston five on five. I think we're even doing a better job of that with Toronto. We just, again, have to steal the penalty box, not give them opportunities. I think that's where they're getting a lot of their expected goals. Um, Ryan is on these man advantages. So the Panthers can keep it five on five, keep playing well. And I think Panthers have a clear physical edge in this series, even more so than they had in the Boston series.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, just, just like David's been saying, you know, the whole playoffs now, if we we're a very, very good five on five team, if we stay on the box out of the box, I know it's not it's not happening. But you know we're going to be extremely tough to beat, especially you know moving forward. But we're we're in a good spot, Kirby. I don't know where this four-check came from. This is like this changed our whole season around that four, that four check of the second line. It's just every line, honestly, is is hitting hard, rushing in, crashing the boards. I mean, it's and we it's were a pretty different...
2: disciplined, Ryan. We were pretty disciplined in game one. Only one one minor was it? Or sorry, no, it was four. Mm-hmm. It was four. It was four sorry
1: or in but, game one yeah but we yeah. did we have got, a, we got a a that up a little Kirby. bit but some of the calls David we can get into that but yeah. the the only thing in game two Kirby was we we had a few like breakdowns where um two three four all three forwards would get caught and then they would have a couple three on twos but you know Bob came up extremely big there so yeah other than that the defense and you know back checking everything has been extremely mm-hmm. solid like I think what we need to do and what we are doing is just once we get it, and if if something's not there, chip it out of the zone, set back up, change lines, live to see another day. It's it's as simple as that, and it's it's working for us. So, I Paul Maurice masterclass right now of of how, what he's doing with this team. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's out coaching Sheldon Keith by a mile. This guy this guy is in over his head. I I don't I just I just look at this guy and I'm like, yeah, this guy is like okay, he's a player's coach, but when it comes down to it. He's not going to yell at Marner. He's not going to yell at Matthews. He's not going to get in their face and say, "Hey, let, let's go!" Like Paul Maurice did. So right now, with his line, they can't even set their lines right. They keep switching mm-hmm. them around. And we have yep. our our structured lines. So yep. right now, how does he not
2: know support. how does he not what his lines are going to be at this time of the year when yeah. you know, they have the clear skill advantage? They're and- in game
1: ninety. Yeah. Like like it's it's time to you know figure this out. So and and they're not. So Paul Maurice just needs to keep doing what he's doing, and we're we're good to go.
0: Yeah, you guys mentioned a lot of points there. I think the quotes from Sheldon Keefe that uh, came after game two was that he was very disappointed and baffled. We didn't make one of those mistakes at all against Tampa. We talked about that in the preview, just how much our, our game has turned into a four-check kind of force or turnover thing, and like you said, Ryan, make them pay uh, You know, eight out of ten times for sure. Samsonov, again, was quoted for saying, you know, just got to go home, look in the mirror. And ask what I need to do. What do I need to do more? That's all I've really got to do. Uh, Maurice was saying that, listen, it's a perspective. We played five games and nine nights, nine nights with emotional pressure. You can, the most emotional pressure you can put on a hockey team. We've been on an airplane for a while. We didn't think we had much legs uh, talking about early in that game too. So, yeah, I mean, you guys hit the nail on the head for sure. That every aspect of the game that Florida Panthers needed to convert on, early in this series was, was clicking. And, uh, you know, you know, I'm not going to pat myself in the back, but I think, like I've said, the thing that separated the Florida Panthers right now, uh, at least in both games has to be goaltending, just Bobrovsky making those key saves. Like you said, Ryan, the expected goals for Toronto has to be in their favor in the overall play. Uh, But again, we're just, we have a goalie right now. That's probably the hottest right now in the league. the, the, you know, I was looking at the goaltenders and the teams that were left remaining and none of the teams necessarily have an elite goalie right now, besides maybe Jake Ottinger, who's had what a good yeah. series and, and a good playoff run last year um, or a good season this year, this year and a good series last year. But I mean, you got to put Bobrovsky right now at the top of that list, just on what he's been able to do the last five games. Yeah. There've been some, you know, four or five nights that he's been given up some, but you know, you got to stay out of the box, like you guys said. And, um, a lot of those goals
2: are allowed on the power play. Data exactly. On, day exactly. So as as on Bob, this is what I'm trying to tell the fan base when we're allowing
0: four or five goal games, you can't give these teams power plays. These are exactly. Elite
2: teams playing against.
0: Exactly. And you know, the, the Panthers did, I think a good job of studying and, and being ready for this series. And they were in rewarded with a 2-0 series lead. And, you know, the optimism is there. The entire community is just excited and hype and just so many new uh, people that are following and responding and interacting with so many different things that it's like, You know, something is really building here. And I I mentioned in, in the preview that I think this team right now is a team that is being built by Matthew Kachuk. And just his philosophy about the way he speaks, the way he presents himself, the way he handles the media and stuff like that. This team is taking on that identity that is becoming, you know, I guess not toxic, but, you know, they love it. You know, they're absorbing that kind of underdog but knowing that they're better than what people think mentality that is just so attractive as a, as a Panther fan that, you know, I I've been thinking the last few days, it's like Matthew Kachuk has essentially turned this entire franchise around in, in, in one playoff series, guys, just the mentality of the fan base has changed that I put, I, you know, I tweeted today that the, the, the Panthers have been waiting for a player like this for 30 years and for him to be doing what he's doing right now, Fifteen points in the playoffs already. These fifteen points put them in the top eight in Florida Panthers history of career playoff points in a matter of nine games, and it's just crazy this identity that we're becoming. That you're not as a fan, you're nervous, but you're not intimidated per se by the opponents right now. It, and I think it, the team is is shaping in that form right now.
2: David, I just you just got me thinking right now as you were talking about Kachuk and earlier today. I've been talking to my. Calgary friends and family here and they're just, they're blown away by Kachuk. I'm not saying they're surprised by that because they probably knew what he was capable of, but they're like the ones that are not hate watching him because they didn't like how he kind of left Calgary are being like, yeah, like he is the team right now. He is building culture around it. And I was just thinking this right now. The closest example we've had to it as Panther fans that have been around for a long time is in the reverse. Is when we traded Roberto Luongo to Vancouver and he changed the whole culture of that Vancouver room and took him from one period one game away from the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. And that change he wore a C as a goalie on his jersey as a captain. So like he changed everything for that team. There's their swagger, their confidence. Uh, I think they were presence trophy winner. Um, obviously made the Stanley Cup, made deep runs against the Chicago LA teams. So I think that's a comparative that we have for Matthew Kachuk. And we can't think of any other name that has, you know, that's a reverse example for us. Mm-hmm. I don't think we can think of any other name, Ryan, that has done what Matthew Kachuk has done in this short of time and how impactful he's been for this organization.
1: Yeah, I mean, the no, only one I
0: could really think about is Yoger Just to, sorry to cut you off. For here. sure. Yeah. No, for sure. At the tail maybe, end. It's yeah. a complete Yager.
1: culture change. I mean, you have, a, you have a guy that just, you know, Huberto... Was not this like leader with an edge? Kachuk plays with an edge. He wants everyone to play with an edge, and then it's you know it's trickling down to Bennett, who always does. But then Nick Cousins, that line is tough to play with. And then you have Matthew Kachuk, who's blocking a shot with five minutes left in the game yesterday with his hand. Mm-hmm. You you have a hundred nine point player, and he already has fifteen points in the playoffs. Laying out and blocking shots like that with his hands—I mean, th- you know—the whole team rallies around that when ha- when your leader does that. So I mean, we can say you know he's not the captain, fine, but but he's the leader of the team. it, it is what it is. But you, when do you see that? When a guy like that is blocking shots, you know, doing whatever it takes to win the little things, chipping it in, digging in deep, fighting. He's not like you know McDavid and and Drysail who hit you with speed and and sick moves, but Kachuk is just doing everything for us.
0: And, you know, like I said, it's just that culture is just slowly becoming Matthew Kachuk's way. It's, you know, he's leading the way. Barkov's behind him. Ekblad's behind him. It's now become Chuck. Kachuk is at the front and the team is just following suit. And that culture is just becoming so, so as a fan, it's like, man, I want to cheer for this team because it's like they're not quitting. They're not giving up. They're doing the right things. Maurice is saying the right things. He's coaching the right way. He's handling the media the right way. They're they're going about their business. And just from an, uh, I would imagine, from an outside point of view, that's going to be like, man, I wish I was a fan of that team. Just that underdogs mentality that they go into Toronto. We have Tampa Bay Lightning fans supporting us right now, guys, <laughs> just on based on how toxic the Toronto fans have been and, and the, the things that they've said on Twitter about certain players and things they've wished upon them. It's, it's like the Panthers are becoming – I think I saw some people saying America's team trying to take down Toronto. So that might be a little bit ahead of it, you know, considering Kirby's a, a, a Cowboys fan here. But, but uh, Cowboys, well, world's yeah. team, world's team.
1: <laughs> we really want to be America's team after watching that disaster of an organization? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to get too <laughs> off topic there,
0: but I'm saying from an outside point of view, you know, you're slowly seeing these, you know, spitting chiclets, stool uh missing curfew with with these bigger guys that have bigger audiences slowly coming around to just this Kachuk is just a baller they're just saying he 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 is unstoppable right now and that just gives the room an amazing confidence and as a fan I'm like I don't go into a game at all at considering you know us being an underdog the, the the money line might say Ryan but I don't feel that way especially Going into Sunday at home, I think you can wrap this up in a bag and throw it out the window by Wednesday next week. Because oh, that's bold. The way the the can't. I'm just saying the way the Panthers are playing. If if they do the right things, stick to their game, and the refs don't get involved too much. I mean, the Panthers have got have got to be very confident right now for
1: sure. Um, I have the line, David. It came out for Sunday. For Sunday.
0: Uh, I doubt they'll be the favorites,
1: but it's 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 close. It's a lot closer than it's been. Toronto's minus one thirty. We're plus one ten. So almost even money now. So that's yeah. with the respect that the Panthers have gotten in two mm-hmm. games, which they, it is well. It honestly they should they should be favored, but Toronto's going to come out swinging. So yeah, five
0: games, five wins in a row, like you said, Kirby on early on, five road wins on the road, uh, consecutive road wins uh, for the Florida Panthers, and Bobrovsky's been leading the charge, like we said, but I just. I just think this is Kachuk's time. And, and if the Panthers continue the success, I could see him having a con if they make it, you know, all the way, but we're a little bit ahead of ourselves from, the, you know, on that. But I mean, Kirby, you've talked about it in the preseason just the way he was. And I'm mean, him. The, the, the fans love him. The fans love him. I love him. Ryan loves him. It's just, you can't, you can't think of any more words to say about this guy. We've talked about it since day one. And here we are, you know, May 5th, May 6th. And, we're still kicking it it's incredible it's incredible Kirby yeah I just think back to
2: our fans that I talked to after every post game and spaces thanks to uh, Cody by the way for hosting yesterday as my schedule was pretty busy after game two's victory uh, as of this recording but just fans saying you know not all of them but a bunch saying you know let's just fast forward to the summer let's the season end you know Right, um, right. Let's see what we do in free agency. This is, team is not the right mix. Uh, if we're sticking with Maurice, we need to find the right guys. And now it's feeling like it was, I was reflecting on this earlier today and I was like, this team is kind of playing to what the coaching staff wants them to. And how could Chuck, just like we've been talking about this whole segment here, how he models his game and how he puts everything out there on the line, like Ryan said, with shot blocking. It's like, mm-hmm. there is a combination of following your leader or, you know, one of your top dogs in, in Matthew Chuck, who has been our top dog. And then also the players buying into the coaching s- staff and scheme and systems. And it took to the 22nd, 23rd hour of this season, but <laughs> it was there. And I know a lot of us, we, none of us can say we didn't have any doubt or serious doubt, but just to say like, let's just write off the playoffs and, and you know, this was supposed to be a gap year. So let's just make it that. And let's fast forward to the summer. We've got all these extra playoff games. And by the end of this, we're going to be playing double digit playoff games and a lot of wins. So wherever this road ends, it's just been a surreal year. And I, you know, I think it's going to date back to me to 1996. If it continues Mm -hmm. like this, we've never seen something like this. Um, I was thinking this today. I don't think there's been a Panthers sweep. I don't believe, I know we have been swept, I don't think there's been a Panthers uh, Yeah, you're probably right. We've probably never swept an opponent in the playoffs. So. I think Boston was in five games in 96, yes. I want to say. Yes. So, yeah, like there's just – this team's making history. And um, the further they go along, I know a lot of teams right now, David, think this is a year to mm-hmm. capitalize and just go for broke. And that's why I talked about making those moves at the deadline, bringing up, you know, the Sam Maybe they we see Benning in the lineup if there's an injury. Throw anyone in there. Like – Toronto's going for it because they had cup aspirations. Boston was going for it because they had cup aspirations. Well, look where the Florida Panthers are right now. Defending Stanley Cup champions are out. The President's Trophy team is out. Like Toronto's on the ropes here. Like this is wide open. You talked about the goaltending. Mm-hmm. Um, Panthers might have the biggest edge on that if Bobrovsky keeps playing this way. And Matthew Kachuk, he's right up there with the dry sidles and McDavid's of the world. And he's out playing Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner right now. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, there's still plenty of hockey for sure, obviously. The optimism is high. Two and O coming back home. You figure the Panthers could at least get one of the two, and then you know you you got a you know firm edge on on the final three games, if anything. But yeah, like you said, I mean, just the way that the Panthers have been playing has just been you know totally optimism from the fan base. I think across the Discord and the, the Twitter and Instagram, it's just becoming such a such a great thing for the community. Ryan, I told you, Udonis Haslam gave us a follow, and he was you know commenting on the instagram and he was saying you know always loving the home team and he's loving the <laughs> post he's loving the posts on on instagram so that's og we've got og commenting on, on our stuff and loving it all so i'm sure they're going to be taking notice obviously he got uh some big games coming up too but yeah I just oh D- david flip- can i jump in can you yeah, can yeah. you mention the money monteur thing everyone is picking up on that now yeah where did was- that start the Money Montour, I think the Panthers posted a, a graphic on Money Montour. and NHL dot, uh, verified account, I think, did. Yeah, I mean, Money it. Montour, we've been talking about it since October, November, even maybe a little bit before that, Kirby. And uh, finally, here we are in May. It, George it's Richards. Catching, <laughs> it's catching on. So maybe it'll lead into a few more years of, of Money Montour for sure being locked up uh, once his contract. We'll get over. into that.
1: We'll get into that in the offseason. Yeah, for sure.
0: but. I mean, Brandon Montour is, I think, leading the way for defensemen and goals for the the playoffs. So just just fantastic, fantastic Florida Panthers hockey over the last five games. I mean, just what more can you say? Everything that you've needed, you've been getting. Obviously, the penalty kill has been a little bit sus, and, and the penalties taken has been sus, but that's hockey. I mean, you're hoping that the calls will be evened out. Um, but besides that, guys, I mean – you got to be happy with the results so far and i'm I'm excited for this weekend i'm excited for you know a lot of fans to be in south florida big busy weekend here in south florida we've got formula one we've got the miami heat we've got the florida panthers we've got inner miami we've got what's that uh nasa fighting ryan tonight yeah, yeah the bare knuckle
1: Friday. Night. uh it's not ufc it's like um uh... I don't. Know, it's his own thing. It's a. It's just bare knuckle, no gloves, Kirby. All bare knuckle stuff. yes. Yeah, so. like what? How he got his start? Yeah. So a yep. lot going on down here
0: in South Florida, and Sunday night will be re- the weekend will be wrapped up Sunday night with the Florida Panthers uh, taking on the Toronto Maple Leafs at six thirty on TBS. So, real excited for it. I know Ryan. I'm. I'm assuming you'll be there. Yep. Yes, yes. I'll be there. All right, Ryan will be there. Maybe we got to mm-hmm. do one. I other- will be there. Have a. Did Ryan do a rat toss for Game Six? We never talked about Ryan that. Ryan was I. I couldn't bring Ryan to any of the no. the Boston series. Oh, oh, because the fan the fan
2: was telling him to move your team to Quebec, so you just had to keep Ryan.
1: <laughs> no, I pulled myself up there, and I ha- I'm ready for the Toronto fans that come at me. I, you know, oh, you've been getting into it a bit. I got a bunch of people that I know sitting around me, so if they wanna they they wanna come at me, they can. That's fine. You're telling them where your seat is. And all that, mouth, doing like they can run their on last Twitter? Week. <laughs> where you're sitting, mm-hmm. everything. <laughs> I'm not scared of them, Kirby.
0: Yeah, oh, Twitter's been. Twitter's been toxic over the last few games. If you guys aren't on Twitter, as far as the Toronto Maple Leafs fans, like I said a little bit earlier, wishing some malice things along the player as uh, on the players and on the coaching staff. It's like I don't want to get into that too much because it's just unneeded attention from little kids or, or, you know, old grown men sitting on their couches, just tweeting, just nonsense. It's, it's pathetic and disgusting. And it, it has no place in this world. And I really hope social media people just report that stuff because it's, it's, it's kind of bushly, you know, wishing uh, Melissa on specific players, just discussing, obviously you hope that Matthew Nyes is, is, has a great career and it's nothing that is too long-term. Uh, it sounds like he'll be out for this series, just a kind of unlucky maybe. play between him and Bennett uh, just locking arms and falling awkwardly. I mean, nothing more you can do. We know that Bennett was fine for that cross check on, on Michael Bunting, but I mean, it, it's hockey. You're, you're not going to be holding hands singing Kumbaya during the game, you know, maybe when the series is over, but not during the game, you know? So uh, yeah, it's, we knew that Toronto fans were going to be toxic, but uh, from my point of view, I'll just stay away from that and not really address it because it's, unneeded attention from people that just have are keyboard warriors in my opinion. So we'll yeah, keep the optimism. I, ju- high. I
1: just think they're, they're so they're so like lost right now. Cause they got so far. So they're not, they, they're not even blaming, you know, their team for losing. They're kind of just going at the Panthers for being dirty in quotations. You know, because they, they thought it was dirty. They're trying to grasp for for straws right now and anything that they right. can blame except for their coach or their team. And it's right. it's kind of pathetic. They do have a, a pretty uh, pathetic fan base. So if they want to do that, it is what it is. But we just, just got to knock them out and make them pay. Yep,
0: exactly. And I know, Kirby, you've known the Toronto fan base for a long time, so it's mm-hmm. nothing. I, nothing I, I said, uh, I, I've
2: said you guys don't want to hear this right now, probably, but it could be a lot worse if we were playing Montreal. <laughs> That's, uh, we've seen Boston. We've seen Toronto. It's not great, but Montreal might take it to a different level. Luckily, we don't got to play them this year. So.
1: I, I've yeah. seen how people from Quebec drive. So I, I, I will be ready for that one. Just saying, I, I've given everyone the
2: advanced heads up on the fan base last year, David, on Toronto. Mm-hmm. I'm giving everyone an extra advanced heads up on Montreal. So we'll see how
0: long <laughs> it takes them to get to a postseason because it's not looking very good for <laughs> Montreal. <laughs> nice. They're
2: going to get Dubois. They might be burning be. like uh, uh, the uh, statues outside or different things like it, they would take oh, it next level, you know, um, <laughs> oh, making boy. their own statues. Outside. It would be pretty ugly.
0: Oh boy. Yeah. So no. Yeah. I mean, what more can you ask for to be a Florida Panthers fan right now? I think all the eyes are, are looking on Florida, to see what they can do in game three at home. We you know in the first round we lost our first two games at home. Then we won game six. So a lot of attention is going to be on the Panthers on Sunday night as they take on the Toronto Maple Leafs for game three uh obviously very excited for that hopefully we don't see a lot of blue in my opinion we probably will but hopefully we can drown them out quick
2: what are you predicting you said 30 35 boston fans and you said you thought you were pretty accurate with that number in our preview show yeah
0: i i said probably around the same thing i mean 35 maurice had even said that the whole little ticket the delay thing isn't going to stop him he sees them all in his neighborhood anyway yeah. so
2: well a lot of them have grandparents down there could have used u.s credit cards exactly in the first hours exactly. anyways no people exactly. didn't mention that part
0: yeah we'll see i mean it'll still be at least 35 30 percent in there to start the game but hopefully by the middle of the third period it'll dwindle down to 15 so 20. you're
2: thinking the same not more that's interesting
0: it could be more. I mean, it could be more. I just know the tickets are really expensive. I mean, they're they're around 400 bucks to be really good premium seats in the lower bowl. And then the cheapest for uppers are like $100 and $120. Bucks. So they're not cheap by any stretch of the imagination. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I expect to see a lot of blue for sure. We always see that blue, Ryan. We'll David, run them out. <laughs> Got to run
1: them out real quick. Like <laughs> David, I just wanted to give a shout-out. This out guy to- left at 6-5 in game six. Yep. 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 the Boston fan next to me. We were we went wow. up six six five, and he left. I was like, I was like, he was talking to me, asking me, "Oh, do you like Matthew Kachuk? I was like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, I like Matthew Kachuk. He's <laughs> like, "Oh, I hate him." I'm like, "Well, you're a Boston fan. Why would you like him?" He's like, "I hated Marshand for the few first few years. I hate Pasternak. So, that that fan base confuses me. I, I still can't figure them out. But oh. we're, we're gonna we'll go we'll get some red in there. I think the town is starting to catch on. We might have we will have some Panthers fans in there for sure. I hope Even.
2: So. David, I just want to give a shout out to our Canadian Panther fans in Toronto. Um, part of our Spaces community, FLA Cats community. My good friend Danny was at Game One with his Leafs dad, celebrating a big Panthers win. And then uh, one of our many Ryans in our community, who uh, goes to school in Toronto, originally from Edmonton, was uh, down at Maple Leaf Square for Game Two and got to see a win for that one. So, nice. shout out to our Canadian Panther. Was he wearing Rather, a
1: Panthers jersey?
2: Yeah, he was wearing a Kachuk jersey. So, was there. it the guys,
1: David? You posted that, right?
0: Yeah,
2: but I don't, I don't think, think that
0: like, was, I don't think that was Ryan. Those
2: are like were three
1: of, Panthers fans in.
0: They were kind of popular.
2: Only oh, oh, that picture. That wasn't him. In that picture, I think. Okay. You know,
0: no. But he was
2: getting people. There was girls saying, "Why don't you just go home? Why don't you just take that jersey <laughs> off?" And he said, "At the end of the night, he got some congratulations and some handshakes from Maple Leaf Square." Uh, Leaf fans, those are the fans that are standing outside the building, that are inside the building watching the game, so uh, props to him for standing out there in uh, enemy territory and for Danny in game one, inside the building, getting to see a game with his father, who's a big Leaf fan, and a dream of a lifetime to see his team win uh, uh, at uh, Scotiabank Centre Whatever the hell it's called now. <laughs> yeah, I saw oh, I called- saw a
1: yeah. lot of Maple Leaf Square before the games, but once the game started, you know, game one and two, they didn't really show it much. That was I don't know if you guys know why. That's kind of weird, huh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it was raining and they kind of got quiet, so there was no really no need to show them uh, after that second period. So, yeah, like I said, hopefully, hopefully seeing a lot of you guys at the arena. Uh, really excited for a good weekend here in South Florida with a lot of action. Now which is the pan, not just with the Panthers, but with the Heat inner Miami and all that good stuff. So a busy weekend here in South Florida. And we're really excited to uh to break it down for you guys on our Twitters and our Instagram and especially in our Discord. We appreciate all the followers and-, and likes and stuff like that along the way on those sides. So Ryan Kirby, just you know, quick wrap up here. I think uh, we're excited for the weekend and we're excited for Wednesday. And uh, hopefully next time we hear from us, it's it's recapping some wins and stuff like that. So Ryan Kirby, thank you guys for joining me tonight. And hopefully you guys have a good rest of your day. And uh, we could talk some uh, Panthers wins here real shortly. For sure.
2: Hope to see you guys on Spaces. I should be back for game three and four hosting there. Co-host Cody and all of our speakers. We've been getting a lot of uh, new audience members as speakers and listeners. So yeah, if you want to request a mic, get in there early. Request quickly because the numbers are, are booming right now and they should be with the Panthers Ooh. playing their best hockey of the year. And hopefully uh, a lot more
1: Panthers hockey ahead. Yeah. yeah the, like you said, this is the first weekend that I kind of want to fast forward through so we can get to the game. Uh, <laughs> that normally doesn't happen. I'll, I'll be out there tailgating. I'll have a couple of trulies before okay. the nerves will be racing. I might, <laughs> you know, might puke before the game to get ready, but I'm, I'm ready. Let's just fast forward to Sunday, please.
0: Yeah, I, I echo those thoughts, except for the Trulies, Ryan. I'm sure I'll, I'll be there early, hopefully. yeah, uh, this man. <laughs> catch the warm-ups and stuff like that and enjoy a, a good night of hockey in South Florida uh, in this beginning of May. Normally, with the COVID, obviously, it helped because we were playing a little bit later in the season, but normally in this time of the year, we're not. So uh, new territory for us and excited for it for sure. So I uh, appreciate everyone listening to the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. As always, likes, reviews, and comments are always appreciated. Ryan Kirby, thank you for joining me, and I hope you guys have a good rest of your day. And as always, vamos Gatos, let's go Cats. Vamos Gatos. And and cats. let's go Panthers. Light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. With a lot of NHL playoff matchups going on, like the Carolina Hurricanes against the New Jersey Devils, the Toronto Maple Leafs against the Florida Panthers, the Dallas Stars against the Seattle Kraken, and the Edmonton Oilers against the Vegas Golden Knights. There's a lot of options to choose from. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can make a $5 hockey playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's face it, with coffee starting at $5 and our bank accounts somehow always depleting, we are officially entering a dupe session. Most products do the same thing but are priced differently solely based on a brand name. So a good duplicate is crucial for getting the highest quality at the best price. One dupe you definitely shouldn't sleep on, Raycon Wireless Earbuds. Raycon is premium auto audio at the perfect price point, so you can listen to what you want, when you want, without breaking the bank. Raycon's mission is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm or a leg for quality sound and essential smart tech listening features. You can get a pair and a spare and still pay less than what you would with some of the other more big name tech brands out there. Raycon knows that in this economy, every purchase needs to be perfect. They offer buy now, pay later options. Right now, you can pay as low as $18 at checkout. They have an easy and free return guarantee. They offer two years of product protection insurance for just a few bucks. They offer free domestic shipping and flat fee international shipping. They have over 50,000 five-star reviews. They have earbud tap functions, noise isolation, awareness mode, and over eight hours of playtime. Go to buyraycon.com THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's by B U Y Raycon R A Y C O N dot com slash T H P N to score fifteen percent off. Buy raycon.com slash slash T H P N.